Hello! Welcome to our first episode of a brand new podcast. Uh, Kink Dinks with Kinks. I am your host, John Andera, and with me as always, the disembodied head of Mr. Shepard. Say hello, Shepard. Hello, everyone. Um, time to get kinky. Absolutely, it's time to get kinky. All right, so this podcast is all about exploring the the fetishes and the kinks of the world and kind of diving into what they are. Uh, before before we get too far into it, I probably need to we, – we need to sit down and we need to talk about what is a kink and what is a fetish because the number one question – and Shepard, you know this too – is there's a big difference between a kink and a fetish. Um, and a kink is a person's unusual sexual preference. Uh, it's now. And a fetish is a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item, of clothing, part of the body. And... And the real, the real big difference is, and correct me if I'm wrong, Shepard, but a kink is something that you're like, yeah, I like this, but I could take it or leave it. A fetish is like, ooh, I need this. This is, this is my cup of tea. This is what I want, right? Like part of your life. It is, it is, it takes a part of your life and, and that's okay. Uh, usually kinks are discovered through exploration, uh, learning fetishes. You just have, they're just there. They exist. I have uh, more than a handful of kinks and a couple of fetishes. What about you, Shep? I'm sure you have a handful of kinks and some fetishes. Um, shorter list than you'd think. I'm more of a provider of safe environment to express those kinks and fetishes. I like it. Few, for, yes. Forever the professional. And I guess it wouldn't it wouldn't be right if we went into this podcast and I didn't reveal at least some of mine kinks that I enjoy and a fetish I have because I feel like I can't expect you to trust me if I'm not willing to open up and tell you the weird freaky shit I like. <laughs> um, definitely one of my kinks is bondage. I love bondage. It's fun. It's fun to tie up. I don't like being tied up. I am personally a tire uppery. Shepard, if you if you had to do bondage, what would what which side would you rather be on? Well, definitely the the provider, the dom side. The dom side. You are by nature a dom. Um, yeah, I, I've always tested that, and it's even if somebody even tried to do a command or something, it's just an unknown mental block. It's just I'm incapable. Yeah, yeah, I I get you. I know people. I I have I can teeter back and forth, but if I had my choice, I would absolutely be a dom. Like that's if it's, if it's my choice, that's the one I'm picking. But I mean, yeah, sometimes I, I like to toss it up. Get a little weird with it. Uh, so tonight's episode, episode one, bondage. You know, everybody knows bondage. You get your rope, you get your duct tape. 
What's up, man? Me and Anna are watching. Welcome to the show. Um, absolutely. People in chat, I can read your chat and we will respond. So if you have questions, comments, absolutely to chat it up, you know, add to the conversation because I want, I want people to feel this is more of a community than just a podcast. So oh, am I missing out on the chat? I, th- I think you are. I think if you, if you, um, I'll, I'll tell you if it's something cool. <gasps> oh. Well, I know you're this card. I don't know why it's not showing the chat on the discord. Um, you can, you can always go watch it up on the stream. Uh, oh, and I forgot to say my fetish. Um, uh, I absolutely have a fetish for pantyhose. Uh, can't explain it. It's just my thing. I'm all about them. Uh, and that's an actual fetish. It's one of those things where I've had it since I was born. Couldn't tell you where it came from, but nothing does it for me better. Kinks, the list is too long to get on. This is definitely one of them. So I guess the first question we have to ask ourselves, yep, he's got, he's got a love for those hoes. Yeah, damn right I do. Um, ain't no secret, I don't hide it. I'm me. Alright, so we're talking about bondage tonight, Shepard. I'm sure you're familiar with bondage, right? It's pretty yes, plain. I am. Can you tie a knot? At one point in time, yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm wired to where it's like, if I don't use it a lot, I lose it in my head, it just falls in the back. That's I why can... I've always sucked at broken bondage. Yeah, I am... Look, I love bondage, but I am not a knot tire. My shoes are always in a constant state of untied. Um, back in the day when I was a fetish producer and when we used to do fetish stuff, I suggested a website called Lazy Bondage, which is where we just hit them with a lead pipe and then throw a rope at them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I, like, I love the idea of it, but I cannot tie a knot to save my life. But what bondage is... There's leather bondage though, which I have. Ooh, and we're going to show array that. of future months. We're we're going to go into the different types of bondage and ways to be bound. And there's actually a lot more than people realize that goes into bondage. Oh, so Those much. of you, oh, there is tons. Those of you who don't know, bondage in the BDSM subculture is the practice of consensual tying, binding, or restraining a partner for erotic, aesthetic, or sodomaseria stimulation. I probably butchered that word. I butchered that word. Um, And you can use a manner of things to tie people up with. Um, And we do have some pictures to show. I mean, probably the the best part about bondage is it just goes without saying. Uh, Let's see, where is it? Best part of waking up is bondage in your life? Yeah, the best part about waking up. It's tying someone up. <laughs> this this is an example of um, suspension bondage right here, and we're we're going to get into the absolutely tied up. Yeah, there is a difference between being tied up and tied down. Uh, this is actually probably the most literal sense of tied up. There is they are literally hanging from the ceiling. This is a form of suspension, uh, as you can see. Um, and it's rope bondage. They are tied with rope. Uh, you can do anything uh, for bondage. We could do everything from, and 
This is which is one of my favorite pictures. Just ship ship. Just look at that saran wrap hug. They look like they could be shipped. Um, this is actually uh, saran wrap and duct tape, uh, which is they're wrapped up around, and it's a form of mummification. Uh, which you know, mummies. That's I think that's how mummies got started. They were just a real big fan of bondage. <laughs> Uh, well, that's a good twist, right? Yeah, turns out Egyptians weren't you know, they weren't mummifying people, they were just real kinky bastards, and they they didn't invent safe words until much later on. Oops, yeah, uh, safe words actually originated in uh, medieval England, and the very first safe word was pineapple. So Oh, is that me? Am I getting the message? I don't know. Are you getting the message? I did. I got a message on Discord. And you know what? Screw them. We're on a podcast. My audience <laughs> is more pleasure. More, yeah, I'm, I'm here to entertain the audience with bondage and bondage-esque things. Um, I think probably what a lot of people very much enjoy about bondage is it's a, it's a power struggle, wouldn't you say? Most definitely, because in our day-to-day lives, we have to make all the choices, control every action we do. And everyone, in their own way, seeks way to let go, not have to make a choice, or feel secure, even. Yeah, bondage, the best part about bondage is it's, it's not just for sexual release. There's a lot of people who enjoy feeling secure and I, I wouldn't say trapped, but uh, it's very much like a protection secure thing. Oh, Nev says hi. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's, oh, it's definitely about power and control and it's a good question. But <clears throat> it, the I, I think the fetish actually originated with people either wanting to control somebody else and those people are usually atypical they're very controlling people and a lot of that especially as children like when you when you hit that developmental phase of i am blossoming into adulthood um you either feel out of control or you want to control a situation and it's out of your grasp and that kind of builds the fetish it mixes with your hormones. Yes, and then they just happen to meet that perfect opposite. They want yeah. to feel, want to have that safe environment, a truly trusted person that they can really let go. Bondage is absolutely about trust, hundred um, percent. Because, like I said, I'm I don't know about you, Shep. I particularly wouldn't want somebody I don't trust tying me up. Exactly. Yeah, so it, it is a very, very forward-thinking way of showing that I trust you completely, that I'm willing to be helpless in front of you. And we're going to get more back into the sensory uh, for like, and the meditation of bondage outside the kink. Uh, but I just kind of wanted to dive into like why stuff like that develops as far as like a fetish. 
Um, like I said, like most fetishes, they all develop about that time as your hormones start to rage. Uh, for me, it was like last week. Shep, when did you hit puberty? <laughs> well, you want to say like 13, 14? Mm, 14, yes. Yeah. All right. And so there was something there. And a lot of times people with fetishes, they don't realize they have it until, you know, uh, you know a lot of older people, they're probably watching like, you know, old Superman shows or cowboys where someone was tied to the train tracks <laughs> or like kidnapped. And they're like, ooh, I like that. I don't know why. It makes me, it gives me a funny feeling in my downy parts. Um, which downy parts are um, my way of saying genitals. Shep, were you aware of that? Yes. Okay. I can Just, swear I've heard you say that from time to time. Yeah, my downy parts. We, we've been through many, uh, many a uh, fetish show of purgatory and everything else. So, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think so. That that's kind of where the the science behind that goes. Um, like I said, and there's different types. If you can't tie a knot, don't worry. There are harnesses. There are actual fetish bondage harnesses. This is actually a piece of uh, leather. It's like a yes. corset for your arms. I, like I got to find out where they got that. I bet you. You know what? We know somebody who can make those. Well, we always do. And you know what? That's a great segue for what I want to talk about next. You know, did you know that this podcast is not only the first episode, but we're sponsored, Shep? We have a sponsor? Shep! Shep! Somebody sponsored us. You want to know who it is? Oh, I know them very well. Yeah, they are sunlessuniverse.com. Those of you who are not familiar with Sunless Universe, me and Shep are very familiar with. They are the purveyor of all sorts of kinky play toys from floggers to blindfolds to, um, oh, they make everything, uh, collars. They make very fancy collars, fluffy ones, um, little things for your collars. And I think in this time, especially in the age of COVID, there's two things that we should be doing, Shep. Two very important things. Having very freaky ass sex and supporting local business. So, yes, because anyone who's ever stepped up on my cross has felt leather from the Sunless Universe. Mm-hmm. Sunless Universe. They are a fantastic company. Go check them out at www.sunlessuniverse.com. Tell them we sent you. Actually, don't tell them that because. That's going to say you're into a lot freakier shit than you might be prepared for. But they make awesome products, and they're all handmade. They're not – this is not a, oh, let me buy it from the manufacturer. They make these things with love and care. Yes. They've made the majority of the vloggers I have in my possession in my first custom set of what many, many years ago is still Mm -hmm. holding strong. In fact, all those backs and asses. I I have I have a set. It's currently packed up. I have a set of their floggers, the blue and black ones that I love so much. Mm-hmm. But they are packed up in a box. They're packed up in my fun box. Oh, hey, Miko. Oh, but that was absolutely our first ad read ever. Um, I hope I hope it was enjoyable for y'all as it was for me. But seriously, go check out www.sunlessuniverse.com and. Go have some kinky-ass sex, people. Just mm, get it in there. Push it in. 
Travis and Bondage. It is It is actually, it, I think the reason we started with this one, Shep, is because I, I feel like it's one that if you're with a partner you trust, it's the easiest one to try out. Yes, but always keep in mind, no matter how much trust you have, make sure you have safety. Safety. And hey, we need to get into what a safety word is, because I bet you some people here have no idea what a safety word is. A safety word is your word that means stop. And I know you're probably saying, well, why don't I just say stop? Well, some people are into the, oh, no, please don't. Don't kidnap me. Don't tie me up. Please stop. If that's your thing, you need a word that you would not normally say during the actions and communication. Communication is very key. Thank you, Miko. But you need that safety word. Uh, pineapple is a good one. I prefer Chicago because I cannot fathom me ever having to say that in the fits of love. Do you have a safe word, Chip, that you're willing to share with us? I don't think we've ever I've had ever had to establish a safety word, actually. Yeah. All right. There's been enough trust there to where everything was been safe. Yeah. yeah. Right? I like it. Well, if you had to pick a safe word, what would it be? I don't know. Let's see here. For some reason, I've heard on a movie them say a safety word. and always stuck in my head. Kumquat. It just Kumquat. Sounds, like sounds like a fun word. I feel like I would accidentally say that, though. I feel like I would accidentally say that during the coits of love. I would... Have you kumquat? Kumquat. Oh, I'm going to kumquat. See? Just like that. <laughs> yeah, see? Now i got to rethink this. Yeah. But, um, but safety wasn't just like safety of the safe words and everything else, but safety mm. of the equipment. Because especially if you're dealing with rope bondage, if you happen to do a knot or a, something that you just can't get undone, you might want to have some really, really good scissors to be able to cut that rope. Just like this man right As here. Um, yes. And by the way, guys, um, I have been censoring these photos because we are live streaming and you want to thank me because this dude has the oddest, weirdest bush I've ever seen in my life. So I just censor <laughs> that out. Uh, ben, but thank you. Thank you very much. You're, you're very welcome. But I wanted to show that it's not just tying up women. That's the thing. This is actually very popular, both men and women, uh, gays and straights, trans. There's no sexuality behind it. 100%. Does it matter? You like to be tied up, you like to be tied up. And that's cool. I like that. Um, but you definitely, yeah, safety. You don't want to cut off blood flow. Exactly. Keeping out of those appendages. If you're not supposed to go numb while you're being tied up, just going to throw that out right now. If, if you start having discoloration of any sort, uh, usually the discoloration is blue, purple, you know, um, yeah, pinch your arm off for a little bit. If you're having any numbness, you want to immediately communicate that because that is very, very important. Without it, you risk injury. And, and keep communication as well, because sometimes you never know. Your partner stopped talking because maybe they passed out. Absolutely. Now, to yeah. get, you know, kind of in more of like, you know, not just the kinks of it, but like meditation. Uh, those, how many people in the audience have a weighted blanket? And now they're all going, what? A weighted blanket? That kind of immobilizes you. It keeps you pressed down. 
you may actually enjoy bondage for a type of safety uh, meditation. So start looking into that. Yeah, just like many people come to me, not just for uh, the impact play, but also the emotional release. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that's kind of very Im- important part of sexuality is knowing your triggers for both relaxation and sexuality because they may be two very important things. I know somebody, I'm not going to name, I'm not going to dox them on the podcast or anything like that, but they are not sexually into bondage at all, that, all at all. But they love being tied up because it makes them feel relaxed. It yes. is their their center, their zen. Uh, they also own the world's heaviest weighted blanket that they have thrown at me and nearly killed me. <laughs> um, so there is there is absolutely a sense to it. Now we're going to get into the different types of bondage, and I have, I have them written down. So just like so many times. Well, I mean, there, there's bondage for a purpose, and you're like, well, all bondage is for a purpose. But no, I mean, it's keeping you like I am. I just want you to be tied up. This is the baseline of bondage. I enjoy watching a girl struggle, like personally, tie up a lady, watching her struggle. That's mine, but it could be a male. Anyway, you enjoy tying up your partner and watching them struggle. Um, decorative bondage, which is uh, actually like all cuddles. It's for well, it's not just that. It's for other fetishes, like it's a form of human furniture. Which is also a fetish, but it's usually typically used in that fetish. And as you're going to find out by watching this podcast, most fetishes are 12 degrees from any other fetish. Um, this is falls into uh, a little, little probably risque. I'm probably not that big into it, but a thing called torture bondage. And in this form of bondage, the same partner is purposely bound in an uncomfortable or painful position. And you're like, but why would you do that to your partner? And as you will find out watching these podcasts, fed it, pain is definitely a fetish. But hopefully it's your partner's fetish, not your fetish, that you want to see them in pain. Yeah, um, so and they're not consenting. They the right amount of pain of the right type allows you to release all those pent-up emotions you needed to get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there is uh, a form called Film bondage, which is probably one of my favorites. Uh, it's, let's see, film bondage or show bondage, as it were, is bondage that is done specifically for entertainment purposes, like um, any type of fetish show. We, we've Shep, we've been to them many, many times. Yes. Um, it is a whole different world of bondage and people who, it's hard to explain, but the, the, the knots are tied so that the person can actually easily get out of them it is not to bound that person but it is to appear bound in that situation anybody tied up could probably get themselves out pretty quickly on their own of their own fruition uh, and then of course um, meditative bondage um, this type of bondage is actually shibari it's Japanese that's Japanese for meditative bondage, which is what I was talking about. It's not so much uh, a fetish as it is a release, a meditative release. So let's see. 
And of course, oh, here's another film bondage one. You like my black bar, Shep? This woman no, could I actually. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, thank, you can thank the guidelines of Twitch for the bars. Uh, if you, I will say, if you go to the Wikipedia for bondage, you can see the full unedited version of this image. And yes, I did go to Wikipedia because I will talk out of my ass a lot, but I want to make sure a lot of the facts I'm giving you are actual real facts. And that's why Shep's here. Shep's here to call me on all my bullshit, aren't you, Shep? Some days. Some some, days. some some days you're just like, let the bullshit flow. It's entertaining. Quite. That it is. That it is. Um, and, yeah, like I said, this is, this is a form of show bondage. Um, now, I don't know if this particular lady could get out, but I have done bondage shoots before where they look very similar to this. And that girl sneezes and she comes out of it, just completely unties because it's it's meant to look pretty, uh, not so much function as actual bondage. Hard so. to say if that one's really show or not because the way the bonds are. Hmm. Oh yeah, it's 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 show. Um, I know the website that that picture's from. Uh, I may or may not have done shoots with them. Anyway. Uh -huh. Shoot bondage. Shoe bondage. And, you know, like I said, if you have any questions about bondage, like I said, I hope you guys are commenting and chatting in the list. In, in the comments, because I, I want to see your comments. I want to see your opinions. If you have something to add to the bondage conversation, this is something very big. And I will read your um, comments out loud so that way the audio listeners can enjoy them as well. So maybe in future episodes we'll go into the more specific ones like the shabaris and such. Oh, a absolutely. I, I think this is actually more of an introductory episode to kind of, you know, it's the foreplay episode, Yeah, we're, we're getting in here. We have shown you the rope. We have shown you the duct tape. Oh my. Um, we have shown you the master doll toy. And now we're ready. We're ready to kind of get into the weird awesome world of kinks and fetishes and just kind of dive into why people like them, um, what they're all about, how to find more information. Now, lucky of bondage, I don't have to post a bunch of links. And you things read. you should use versus things you shouldn't. Like, mm -hmm. real duct tape you probably shouldn't use. Probably should be the specific type of kink uh, bondage tape that doesn't really stick as well. There is, there is um, what's called bondage tape. If you actually yeah. Google it, it's bondage tape. It's an item you can buy that it doesn't stick to skin. It sticks to itself. Yeah, um, something I, you don't want to do right off the bat. You should prepare properly. Also, right. if you're using real duct tape, here's a trick. Um, let's say I, I can't afford to buy the fancy body bondage tape because they pain, but I've got a roll of duct tape. If you have baby oil, rub it on your skin beforehand. Vaseline, any type of oil based like petroleum based um, lubricant put it on your skin before you put the duct tape on uh, just a light coat and it will keep the tape from sticking to you because I'm going to tell you right now waxing is not fun especially with duct tape and that glue will sit and stick on those hairs if it doesn't immediately yank the hair out Shep have you ever um, had duct tape on you before on me mm, no actually no so, well, luckily I, they do the right uh, bondage tape or kinetic tape. 
I think I think we know what we need to do for the sweeps episode is uh-huh. we're gonna we're gonna wrap Shep up in actual duct tape to demonstrate how it should not be done. Oh why? <laughs> uh, but please, if you have any comments, questions, uh, like I said, these podcasts are probably gonna run anywhere between thirty minutes to forty five. Uh, we don't want to talk to you all off nights because usually after this, I want to either go play video games or masturbate. Or do it at the same time, which is what I'm going to do tonight. I'm all jazzed up about bondage. Now I'm going to go play video games and masturbate while I do it. So, Chef, you want you want to play some Seven Days after this? I don't know. Knowing what you're going to be doing while playing Seven Days, Chef, there's there, there's a 90% chance I'm doing that anyway. This is also true. Yeah, I, I got I got places to be. You got to multitask. <laughs> Indeed. Now, I just love it how how far it's come because. Back in the day when all of the, when we all got into this stuff or these interests, so hard to find all these things to test out with. But these days you can buy a nice little intro bondage kit that does fairly well and has all these different pieces you can test out with. Absolutely. People on Amazon and such. That's, yeah, thank you, Chip. I was about to say about this day and age. <laughs> I was I was about to drop that bomb. You know that bomb the. Search bondage on Amazon, and I promise you, you'll find tons of shit that will, they will discreetly send to your door. Um, you don't have to order it from a porn site anymore. This is not like, you know, I have to go to a porn store. I have to go to look in the back of a porno magazine, call online, hope they email it to script and get on 50 million calling list. You can buy that shit on Amazon. Have it two-day delivered. Yep. Um, it's, okay. it's okay. I mean, if you're going to stay in the lifestyle, such, it's good down the line to invest in some good stuff but for the intro and experimental levels and such it's a good way to start just to test the waters as it were it's a good thing but absolutely and i encourage everybody i mean even if it's not your kink try it you know everyone should have the mentality of i'll try anything once six or seven times if i like it um and yeah who knows maybe you have a kink or maybe you've had a fetish all your life and you just had no idea how to release it. Um, so, you know, I hope everyone else. Now, Ship, this is this is my favorite moment of the show and I've been excited about it. It's near the <laughs> end and I have come up with something to help us come up with the next episode of what we're going to talk about. So everyone on this podcast will know what the next episode will be. Uh, only if you watch the podcast live will you know because the people you know who don't have to listen to the audio version they won't know because the audio version doesn't come out until four days after editing and release are you ready chef are you ready for the great thing that i've made you've seen it I'm you know how ready awesome for the it release. is <laughs> oh it's the wheel of fetishes Look at that. It's a fancy wheel. I think that face in the center is its own fetish. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is that is the, the fetish center. And this is how we're going to pick fetishes. Now, if you have a fetish that you want us to do, absolutely comment it. We'll add it to our wheel. Uh, I kind of like doing the wheel because it makes sure that we're going to do something new and random every single time. Um, and to show you that this is not some just trick that I have pre-programmed in, this is from a site. Uh, called Wheel of Names. If you Google that, it, you can create your own. Uh, you can use it for many fun things. I've turned it into a fetish wheel. 
and yeah, I want to I want to keep it fresh. I want to you know be able to do some stuff. Some of these on here that I'm very excited to do. Some of my fetishes, as you can see, uh, we got the Panios fetish, the quicksand fetish. Uh, let's see what else is I'm into on this list. Because uh, we have some that I need to add to. I like leather. Uh, I love knife play and absolutely love being a dom. I'm 100% dom. So is Shep. So. Yeah, the blade and wax play is always one of the faves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Blogging, of course, specialty. Mm -hmm. Both giving and teaching. Absolutely. See, Shep, I think for that one, we are actually going to get some video of you doing the wonderful job you have to show and demonstrate how it's done. That will be an. I think that will be an episode where you will rarely hear me speak. Shep, Shep <laughs> will have all the information. I'll just be like, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lots of pictures and or videos out there. I think I was in even one of the commercials for Purgatory. Shep, I, I know for a fact I have filmed you. I've told the camera people to film you 150 times <laughs> um, because just watching you do your magic is magic. Um, everyone has always loved my, my spider web, which oh, yes. you could actually bond people to in every direction mm -hmm. you can think of. Yeah, you can actually get... Uh, oh. We had somebody comment about being tied up or tied down, and mm -hmm. that's uh, we we needed to talk about that. I, I completely dropped the ball because it didn't comment again. You know who I'm talking about, um, and I forgot. Being tied up and being tied down are actually very two different things, uh, like the name suggests. Being tied up means I am free. I am tied up. I am imprisoned, but mobile like i am tied to myself tie down is like you know the handcuffs to the bed uh stuff like that any type of chair bondage chair uh you can get which doesn't have to be a fancy bondage chair i have tied many a girl to a kitchen chair um for both pleasure and business it's not a good bondage chair unless you drill a hole out of the center underneath though mm-hmm <laughs> nerd mom is like sorry uh by the way answer your messages i messaged you um th thorough questions about your opinions of things so i wanted i wanted to know your answers um so yeah there there's a big difference because if i am tied up you can kind of bat me around yeah have a little more fun tied down kind of does limit things uh, as certain tyings does. All right, Shep, do you have anything else to add on the um, fetish of bondage? Oh, not this one. I've always been someone who's more of a novice in those areas. So definitely more, much more experienced people out there than I. But I always love to see their their work. Yeah. And I think that's probably what this podcast is going to be, and that's, that's one reason we both decided to host it, because there, there are going to be many, many topics that Shep will have much more knowledge about than I will, and vice versa. Like, I was a bondage photographer for three, four years. before. Like, that's how I actually got introduced to the community, uh, and even the community of filmmaking. Uh, a little bit of trivia for you. Uh, yeah, I like being tough. 
Nerd Mom says, I like being tied up with the command not to move, but I want it to be my choice. Ooh, that's very brat. I like that. <laughs> oh, we're going to get, man, I tell you what, when we get into Southern Dom, uh, uh, Shep, me and you are both going to have a lot to say about that, and I'm real excited. So, does our audience have any questions about bondage while we're here? And, of course, if you want to tell us later, you can always contact us at, oop, hold on, hit the wrong button, at the Dondero. I have too many buttons. I have hotkeys. At the Dondero on Twitter. And ask us questions there because Twitter is... You could DM me, email, comment, get in hold of us, ask us questions, because I absolutely will point you in the right direction. Uh, We also love to hear stories. Uh, Give us some stories. We won't dox you, I promise. I have have many stories for many of these fetishes. In future episodes, we will have guest stars, a little black box that says episode one, bondage. That is what we call the guest car. It's where we're going to put our guests at when we have them. Uh, I know we have the wonderful Jason Cash volunteering to um, come on the episode for uh, Fireplay. Very nice. It's going to be fun. So without further ado, if you guys guys have no questions, we're about to spin the Wheel of Fetish. It's own sound effects, too. Giantress, ooh, that's that's a bizarre one, and it's a good one. It's actually a really good one. It is very, um, it's going to be very fun to kind of explain that one. Um, I've worked in that um, fetish before. I've tried it. Tied up doesn't mean immobile. A person can be commanded to do things that don't require their hands. Absolutely, Dorian Sombre. That is absolutely what it means. You can actually have your arms bound and led around on a leash. Uh, it's called the bondage walk. I love it. I, I actually love um, the thought of a girl uh, with her arms tied behind her back. And then she has the leash on and you prance her around. Uh, it's hot. Mm. Shep, we got to play some video games so I can masturbate. Got to get this out. Okay. All right. But next week, uh, tune in every Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday night at 9 p.m. for um, another episode of Dinks with Kinks. Uh, next week's episode is going to be Giantress, and if you have no idea what that is, you're in luck. It's going to be a fun one. We're gonna we're gonna learn some stuff. I have some video clips of that. I have um, lots lots of fun things. Lots lots of lots of fun. You have video clips of everything. <laughs> oh, Chef, I'm gonna tell you right now, my Google history is never gonna be the same. I mean, it was already pretty fucked up, <laughs> but it's hit a whole new low. NSA, buckle up. All new high. Yeah, all new high. Buckle up, NSA. It's gonna get weird. And I think that's it for us. Anything else to add, Mister Chef? Not this time. Right. This is episode one, the intro. So yeah, it, I think it was pretty good. We kept it tame. Uh, we're just gonna get weirder from here. We didn't want to start with our weird shit. We wanted to crescendo into it. So next week, buckle up because it's gonna get weird. And of course, follow us at the Dondero Streams Facebook, the Dondero Stream TV, or if you're already here on Twitch, the Dondero. 
Um, and we'll be back next week. And, of course, we have all kinds of cool streams tomorrow. The Blue Skirt Boys, Shep. Are you ready for that? Always. Always, always. All right, everybody. You guys have a great night. Have a good night, everyone. Till we'll next see, time. We'll see you next week. <laughs>